In this morning's Tech Byte, Twitter opens offices in Ghana, Samsung's got another unpacked event, and can the Apple Watch detect COVID-19? Welcome to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte, a quick wrap-up of all the local and international tech news you may have missed. Twitter, the social media platform for folks that enjoy coming together to be miserable, is setting up its first office on the continent of Africa. Ghana will be the home of Jack Dorsey's money-making pit of despair. It's baffling that Twitter has taken this long to establish a physical base in Africa, but hey, at least they're finally here to do office things in Africa, which is a massive continent and will no doubt have country-specific issues with Twitter that can't be solved with a singular office. Still, it's a step in the right direction. Twitter wrote up a brief blog post explaining the establishment of the office. Today, in line with our growth strategy, we're excited to announce that we are now actively building a team in Ghana. To truly serve the public conversation, we must be more immersed in the rich and vibrant communities that drive the conversations taking place every day across the African continent, reads the post. So why Ghana? Well, according to Twitter, the choice was based on the country's support for free speech, online freedom, and the open internet, end quote, which aligns with Twitter's particular set of values. Good thing that Twitter didn't choose Uganda then, a country that represents the opposite of all those features. So as neat as this whole thing is, what is Twitter hoping to achieve by establishing a base of operations in Africa? Well, it sounds like they want to deeper embed themselves in Africa, a growing region that may have been slower to adopt Twitter due to a general lack of internet infrastructure. As part of our long-term commitment to the region, we will continue to explore compelling ways we can use the positive power of Twitter to strengthen our communities through employee engagement, platform activation, and corporate giving, end quote. In other words, it just looks really good for Twitter to be doing business in Africa. There's an Apple event just around the corner, which must mean there's a Samsung event just around the other corner. A new Samsung Unpacked has just been announced, and it's awfully well-timed, as always. Hey, we don't make the coincidences, we just see them. At the 28th of April 2021 event, Samsung's expected to announce its most powerful Galaxy to date. Those are Samsung's words, but the company does tend to back up any bragging it might do. What isn't mentioned is how every Samsung Galaxy announcement for the past uh, four or five years has featured their most powerful device to date. The biggest question is, what device is the company announcing? Typically, the company's emphasis is on its smartphone lineup, and the preview video above suggests that Samsung's planning on shipping something about that size. But we're not expecting any handsets at this point in the year. Barring an early launch for the Galaxy Note 21 or a surprise handset, Samsung may have another aim in mind. There's speculation there's a Galaxy Book in the offing, with one of Samsung's own processors at its own heart. This would make sense in terms of the company's claims. It's a little easier to ramp up processor power if you don't have to stick the device in a pocket. Even more so if Samsung opted to populate its machines with Intel's latest processor generation. The Snapdragon and Exynos chips are fantastic, but they're still in the shadow of Intel's silicon. Samsung's new Galaxy Unpacked event kicks off on the 23rd of April 2021 at 4 o'clock South African Standard Time. We'll be keeping an eye on matters as usual, so you can either watch with us or tune into the website where we'll have all the highlights for you. Just because vaccines for the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic are slowly rolling out around the world, doesn't mean we're in the clear yet. Methods to determine whether someone has the virus are still very necessary, and no one likes all that poking a long stick in your nose method. Thus, Apple has begun testing whether its smartwatch, 
which is the Apple Watch, in case you were confused, can effectively detect COVID-19, which is certainly above and beyond the functionality of most other smartwatches, if the tests actually work. Apple actually promised to begin the study back in September, and most people thought it was silly. Yet the company is persevering with the study, which is kicking off in Seattle in the very near future. The study is a collaborative effort between Apple, the University of Washington, and the Seattle Flu Study, and will test whether the watch and the iPhone, to a lesser extent, can detect signs of the coronavirus. Technically, the study is actually much broader than just COVID-19. The study is aimed to test for any respiratory issues. The actual process of figuring this out sounds both fairly simple, but also highly annoying. Participants will be provided with a watch, which they'll have to keep strapped to their wrists for up to six months. Weekly surveys will be conducted, and folks that get sick will need to undergo one of those oh-so-fun nasal swabs, whilst also being prompted to share extra health data as obtained via the Apple Watch. Beyond being in Seattle, you'll also need to have lived in the area for 22 years and have at least an iPhone 6S. We imagine that the living in Seattle part will rule out most of you anyway. Thank you for listening to Stuff Magazine's Tech Bite. We'll be back tomorrow morning with all the tech news you may have missed. Music